how are you doing on least um i am i'm still here i am together um as much as i can be and i'm just taking that i'm rolling with that mm. how are you doing mm. um well apart from the slight headache i have like i've got a headache on the left side of my brain or head mm. does that mean something Ooh. isn't like depending on the part of the head yeah, the yeah. that you're feeling the pain means something. Yeah, I don't have the answer to it, but I do know that that's a but thing. But you know that, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so for any of the neurosurgeons listening um, to the podcast this week, um, if you could just maybe on the side, just VN Neil or send him a, a DM. Mm. Um, I'd just appreciate so that, that, so that I know what to do. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, but um, you, I'm, I'm not going to st- sound like an old person now, but I'm going to ask you, have you had some wa- water to drink? I don't want to answer this question because you might just say, you might just diagnose or come up with why I have a headache, but I haven't drank water, drank, 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 drunk, drink, drank. What's the yeah, I avoided drink? that because it, it, it's a very awkward word, eh? Because there's, yeah, no, there's like, drank and drunk. Right now, I don't know what. Mm. And, and drunk sang and, and sung. <laughs> yeah. So I, okay, I haven't drunk. I haven't drank. I think, I think drunk. drunk I think drunk. Because <laughs> I know you say I haven't sung. You'd say I yes. haven't sung, but saying yes, I haven't but... drunk doesn't sound right. Or doesn't I feel don't... right. Okay, for you, yeah. So we go with well, how you feel. I get the water to drink. I That's it. And you got silly amans in Amsland. I just I don't know why we. Okay, that, okay. You know? Here we go. Here's a solution. Mm. I haven't had any water to drink today. I haven't had any water. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I haven't had any water today, so it might just be dehydration. Um, mm. But I don't. I, no, but I, you I, see, I, water never does see, anything for my headaches. To be honest, yeah. But you see, the, the, what I'm trying to address is this societal issue that I have with water and headaches. We are. Mm. We are ashamed that dehydration causes a headache. We think dehydration mm. is a nonsense issue. It's a serious issue and it causes a severe headache. It's not a, it's not a joke. Mm. It's, not, it's not a lesser headache than a migraine or a tension headache, you know. Um, it's a serious headache. So um, it's not something to be sneezed at. I get um, that. So I do. I, I just, hope that I just hate um, being told, like you know, when you have a headache, mm, I hate being told go drink water. You drink water. That does mm. nothing for me. Like I should be drinking water, like generally, but don't mm. tell me when I'm in pain to go drink water because it doesn't mm. help me at that point in time. So I need like okay. something. Stronger. Okay. Well, you know, it is the most natural um, remedy or the most natural um, treatment. For anything in mm. the world. That's how God mm. made us. I'm sure. So I yeah. think I would forgive people for always asking if I've had water, you know, for any ailment. <laughs> well, I guess I need to be a little bit more patient then. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. I really, really hope it gets sorted because I know a headache is not a joke. Um, so uncomfortable. It is. It is. And something that can also give you a headache um, if you don't uh, treat it correctly when you eat it. Was the topic or the center of this week's question? <laughs> we are in season seven, ladies and germs. We are, um, well, I certainly am astounded that we got this far. And I'm loving every minute of it. 
I had to fight myself so badly from saying we've come this far by faith. Oh. <laughs> yeah, whenever someone says we've come this far, like I'm immediately there and I'm so ready to sing and I have to stop each time. <laughs> so but let's jump straight into the question for this week. Yes. had to compose a song about tomato what kind of song would it be <laughs> no that's like your everyday question i'm sure this question gets asked <laughs> once a day at least <laughs> so yeah. you know my head is always collecting questions um i didn't know it before but i know it now because i have questions till eternity's door i'm sure for the Saturday Night Five, you know? But, um, so there was this question. It's a question that where I wanted to have us talk about linking music to inanimate objects. So I didn't quite know what the, the, the focus should be, you know, what will bring it out. And hmm, here's why the word tomato just popped into my head when I thought about this question. A tomato is a complex ingredient in food. So, for instance, okay. I'm not saying that every salad must have tomatoes in order for it to be classified a salad. But mm. when there are tomatoes in your salad, you got to get them just right. The consistency matters because how you cut the tomato is going to be dependent on the consistency of the tomato. I mean, you can't cut a squishy tomato into these tiny little cubes that sometimes people use. Mm, mm. Okay, Are you a fan of tomatoes though, please? I can go on at infin- infinitum. How do you say that word? Infinitum. Infinitum? I've, I haven't heard that word before. Okay. You know, like, um, it's these, I don't know if it's Latin or in, I think it's Latin. Um, yeah. It's worth ad infinitum also, means forever. Did you like active? No, we, we got that. It's just I haven't heard the word. Like I'm infinity, infinity. Sorry, you know. I mean, mm, I'm sure it's affiliated mm. somehow. So it comes from from, from the actual. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But then but, a whole mind of my question, Anjali. Mm. Do you like tomatoes? Okay, so let's go there. Yes and no. But we had other people that answered questions. New people, brand new five contributors. Let's listen to the first one. A song about tomatoes, or is it tomatoes? Is it a fruit? Is it a veggie? Whatever it is, it happens to be one of my favorite things to eat. So, the song would definitely have to be a happy song. Uh, it would have to be an upbeat song uh, because it symbolizes, well, I call it a veggie because I eat it like a vegetable. Um, a vegetable that brings color, a vegetable that brings flavor, a vegetable, yeah, that, that brings life to, to the dish that I'm making um, so or the dish that I'm eating so when there's tomatoes in there 
I certainly know that I'm going to enjoy it. So an enjoyable song is a song that makes me happy. So it's upbeat. Uh, it's not very long. Uh, it's got you know one or two verses uh, and a chorus that you want to sing along to for for the longest time. So yeah, when I think of tomatoes or tomatoes. That's what comes to my mind. So we soma get right in there immediately in the thick of the tomato tomato Amazing. debate. Yeah. I mean songs yeah. have been written about this, okay? <laughs> I know one. Yeah. Yeah, I also know one. <laughs> <laughs> songs. Songs and songs have been written. Yeah. Well, it's a very well-known song, and it crosses all generations, just like a tomato does. Um, but yeah. you know, she also gets then straight after that she gets into another tomato debate, the fruit fruit or veg thing. The fruit oh, or veg. My word. Yeah. So definitely, at school, they taught us that any vegetable or any produce with seeds in is a fruit. Yeah. Or classified as a fruit, so which mean, means a cu- cu- cucumber is a fruit. Definitely, no, it is. A pump, there are a pumpkin, certain fruits. There a are pumpkin is a fruit. fruit. Are, it's a gourd. There are certain. There, are, there is certain produce that you'd be uncomfortable classifying as fruit because you know it to be a vegetable, but it's what it is. Cucumbers are wow. fruit. Wow. Avocado <laughs> is a fruit. You know. Um, and then there's just like so many subcategories and just stuff like that. But I mean, we're not going to get into that now. But I think Listen to the flexing tomatoes, listeners. <laughs> it's really not a flex. Tomatoes, I think our most con- I was almost going to call her by her name. Our most recent contributor <laughs> mentioned that it's treated or she treats it as a veg. And I think that's what's important here. You know, mm, Be it mm. a fruit or a vegetable, what it is, is what you do with it or what, how you treat it. And I, think, mm. I think, I mean, imagine, mm. you know, fruit we generally eat you know, on its own. Imagine having tomatoes on their own. I mean, this is biased because I really am not the biggest fan of it. But mm. I could never, you know. But yeah, I know, I know someone who would have a tomato as a snack. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I thought that was that was really really brave. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, and enjoyed it, and actually made me want to try it. You know, yeah. and then I did try it a couple of days later. And um, I told myself afterwards, okay, so you've had the experience now and we'll pick this up in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Give it another 10 years, yeah. yeah but you know what, time. Neil? She, mm. you know, I also loved, um, in, the, in the week uh, on the radio, they were saying that um, some survey was done and they said that the happiest people in their jobs are HR managers. What? And I th- yes, it was my reaction. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, no, no, yeah. L- let, me, let me allow this contributor to show you why, or one of the reasons why. She says, when she, saw, when she speaks a bit about the tomato, uh, uh, fruit and ve- or veg debate, she ends uh, it and she rounds it up with those magic words, but whatever it is, 
Those are very powerful words. Mm. Because she's she's Just saying that she accepts yeah. that there are differences in opinion on this, and mm. that's okay with her. Mm. And it's such a balanced mm. view to take on a contentious issue. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. And this contributor is an HR manager or a, maybe a director, but or close to a demigod HR by now. Because um, she's very experienced as well. You know? So I just found that to be so intriguing, you know, that a person's mindset um, can come through on an issue such as a tomato. Did you hear her it's say this? Um, did you hear her say she actually when she when she described the song that she would compose she I I got a picture an actual picture in staff notation Mm. she said the song is happy upbeat enjoyable you know something that Mm. brings Mm. color flavor and life to the dish you know Mm. but she also Mm. said that it's not very long and it has a simple song structure and a memorable chorus. Love it. She gave That's us her whole outline. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. really impressed with her. But yeah, let's hear what the next contributor had to offer. Tomatoes. Definitely a love song. When you take a tomato and you put it into hot water and then into cold water, you are able to take the peel off very easily. My love song would be somewhat tragic, um, definitely to a Bruno Mars kind of feel. And it would have to talk about how you've played me hot and cold and you may have peeled me on the outside. But here I am, and here I remain, strong and firm. And when I use the lesson that I've learned from how you've used me, I will put that to better use with the next love that comes into my life and give them what is left of me, which is the best part, the inside, the soft, squishy, all the love I have to give part and that to me is a tomato but the way she says tomatoes definitely a love song <laughs> i love I'm her energy here for I that. Love her. i'm here for her voice as well her speaking voice yes yes oh. <laughs> you should really consider advertisements yes like voiceover in some voiceovers time. yeah go, go get yeah. your money go get your money yes yeah. girl yes girl i want to um, i want to i want to say this i want to say this on least before we move on like, mm. um so she's she's really described like a journey or not a journey like a perspective or a way a way of looking at things that's so refreshing to me as far mm. as being hurt in a relationship yo, goes yo, right or from a bizarre question you know she says, oh, yes, you, you you might have t- you might have played me 
hot mm. and cold and peeled me. Mm. You know, I'm obviously not doing justice to her voice, but and then she says, in my next relationship, <laughs> I just love her so much. Ooh. I can't wait for the live. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you'll yeah. enjoy her. You'll enjoy her. She's a, a special, a special person. Um, I loved how she 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 started with the actual tomato. You know, she went from the the literal to the figurative. So the actual tomato. You know, when you blanch it and um, let it be known. Henceforth, I learned what blanching is from you, Neil. Yeah, definitely she didn't say blanche. And I thought to myself, hey, okay, this is definitely blanching, as she was saying it. Mm. So, contributor, I'm here to tell you <laughs> that what you described in the beginning of your contribution is called blanching. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sure we're going to be best of friends after this. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, yeah, and I mean, I was immediately in there when she went on the blanching uh, uh, path, eh? because you can just now mm. take off the peel now easily and expose the softer, more vulnerable flesh of the tomato. Mm. No wonder a song would mm. be tragic. <laughs> <laughs> a tragic love song, yeah. And then I yeah. did, I did have to sit up a little bit when she said she wants a Bruno Mars feel. Hmm. And it's on you. That can actually work. You know Bruno Mars on please. I mean, yes, I do, my him, angel. I do. I do. Patronize me. No. No. When I say my angel, I'm, I'm saying. I'm patronizing you by asking you. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. But I love how I'm patronizing you by asking you if you even know. Exactly. And I'm no, answering like, you. Yeah, like music it. is what I meant. No. I, I, I know his hits. You understand? Okay. So um, yeah. I know no, that there's more. Please go listen to his 24 karat magic album, please. Okay. I will do that. I will do that. But I mean, out of all of that, she comes with, you played me hot and cold. You may have peeled me on the outside, but here I am. And here I remain strong and firm. I will learn from this. My best part is inside. This is a song, man. Poetic. Yes, I love her. No, I love her. She needs to go get her money, this, this girl. She needs to go get her money. I'm saying go, women. <laughs> There's another contributor. Are you ready? Let's go. So I would definitely do a mixture between alternative rock and blues. Just combine that. I am a huge fan of mixed tempos. I feel like it's the best way to tell a story. And honestly, there is no better story than that of a tomato. Quite a versatile fruit. It can be firm. It can be soft. Um... you know quite versatile so i think that's why i'd compose a song with different tempos to kind of capture the essence of a tomato if one can put it that way so what i appreciate about that contribution is just that our contributor mentions capturing the essence of a tomato so she mentions that a tomato is versatile mm. and so the song she would compose would be one that 
represents that versatility. And mm-hmm. by that, you do like mixed tempo. There's a song mm-hmm. that I know that our most recent contributor enjoys with mixed tempo. So when she mentioned that, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. contributor, <laughs> it's Kurang Ben. You know Kurang Ben, I'm probably pronouncing, butchering the pronunciation. You are butchering the pronunciation because I don't know that. What is it? <laughs> I will definitely be created at some point in life. But will you send yes, me something tempo, to listen to? I will. I'll send you the exact song I'm actually speaking. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'll appreciate that. You know this. This girl. I don't know. Alternate rock and blues. A mix like this gives me like a taste of of confidence, of assuredness in who she is. Because it's not your, it, it's a slightly deeper listener that appreciates that mix. Mm. You know, um, you know, you sort of get the the level for everybody, like just the masses, like hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. That, mm. but when you when you go to alternate rock and blues, I'm talking about them separately. There's sort of a connoisseur that develops in you when you listen to those genres, when those become your favorites. Now you put those two mm. together and you're sure to get a very interesting um, combination, you know. And if we were to profile the, the listenership to that kind of music, I always feel like it's, they're, they're interesting people. She's, she and that was interesting. And that's immediately what I, what I got from, from her, you know. But then the other thing that just killed me was that she said mixed tempos are the best way to tell a story. Tell a story, right? A story isn't ba, 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 Someone could grab that and literally like sample it and make a hit with what you've just done, you yeah. So um No, that was definitely you know, important. Mm. She she says she's using different tempos to try to capture the essence of the tomato. As you said, Neil, this is what she's after ultimately. The mm. essence mm. of a tomato expressed through music. Mm. The depth of the mm. deepness. <laughs> I also she needs think, to do PR for tomatoes, I think. I think so. Yeah. I also think that her focus on music telling a story is at the level of depths that makes me want, that makes me think she'd be a really good songwriter. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I, I was wow. blown away. I was totally blown away by this contributor. I think I'm blown just, away did... by your observation on Glees, actually. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Wow. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Mm. Oh my goodness! And I, and I'm sure I will appreciate everything you're saying. Mm. But but I will say that I mean I I I recognize and I admit that I am behind because I still remember her as a little girl. Mm. You know, um, and there's so much growing up that's happened. Yes, to you to like. Yes, mm. you know. Mm. So wow. Contributor number four was a bliff.
If I were to compose a song about tomatoes, it would definitely be a nursery rhyme, without a doubt. I mean, it can't be a gospel song, like really now. Like, I can't even make that link between the spiritual message behind singing about a tomato. <laughs> and then I don't even want to start with a love song because there is nothing romantic about a tomato. But something fun and cute is definitely the first thing that pops up in my mind when thinking about a song and tomatoes. And if the adults can't find anything entertaining out of singing about tomatoes, then surely the kids, they would go crazy over this. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. It's also in America. Oh, <laughs> well, we don't get to tell people how to pronounce things. So uh, okay, okay, there's that whatever too. Whatever floats her boat, yeah. There's that too. But I love how it's like a song about tomatoes cannot be gospel. <laughs> it cannot be anything romantic. I love that it confidence. It has to be a nursery rhyme, yeah. yeah. I love that confidence. You know, she's confident in expressing herself. I'm here for it. Um, here for absolutely. It. I mean, this is why we do this podcast. This is why. <laughs> I think maybe whenever we say that for the first time in any season, it has to be explained why that's it. You know, because I think there's a different group of people who now wonder, you do podcasts because you want people to suggest nursery rhymes. Like, I think there needs to be an explanation, but we can do that later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's already self-explanatory, but we pray. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she said that um, a nursery rhyme is what she thinks come, w- w- she would write, you know, she would compose. And I think that's so, oh, look, because considering that she's the mom of a little one, um, you know, her mm. current levels of exposure to veggie tales would be quite high. Um, (laughs) so one can't like she would be already looking in that direction you know Um, Mm. and yes if you close your eyes and you think of veggie tales what do you see you see that fat tomato man Mm. don't you you think it's more probable for kids to be singing about tomatoes than it is for did I say tomatoes it's more probable Mm -hmm. for kids to be singing about tomatoes than it is for adults I think adults Mm. You it know? is. Well, so I'm definitely well, like I'm, I'm agreeing slowly. With, it depends on what the song yeah. is. Would you have um, the previous uh, uh, the, the, the the second contributor of this evening? Would you have your tragic love song being sung by kids? No, no. They must only sing happy clappy. Kids don't know they what tragedy is. Love, yeah. you know, a love tragedy. You know, mm. romantic mm. love tragedy. Um, mm. yeah. But I think the kids would go crazy. For a fun, cute nursery rhyme about tomatoes. I'm also mm. realizing now that I don't have a preferred way of pronouncing that word myself. Because I just said tomatoes as um, earlier. As well, yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, this, this, yeah. So I'm learning about myself too, hey? So <laughs> to this contributor, you can say tomatoes. You can say tomatoes. You can say it's however. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your choice. Um, let's see if the fifth contributor has something different. Hi. So if I were to write a song about tomatoes, um, 
it would be a a happy a joyful um a cheerful song you know because you know tomatoes make tomato sauce and i think we all have um very very pleasant um early you know um memories when it comes to tomato sauce um putting them on your hot dog and everything so tomatoes tomato sauce it evokes very um very joyful you know cheerful um sounds to 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 my mind so it would be that but also tomato sauce you know it 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 can be uh, you know the connoisseur's choice of of sauce but it could also be just a layman's you know so that should be a very simple song you know because it, it it caters for for both for both you know connoisseurs and just general people that just love good food so it would be a simple song an understandable song but a joyful and and fun song those are the thoughts that i get initially when i think of composing a song about tomatoes tomato sauce on least how did we go this entire episode without mentioning tomato sauce you know lily will never forget tomato me. sauce which brings me to this question i've actually questions for you the first question mm. i'm sure you remember this ad Remember the, 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 the famous ad, or it was famous amongst my peers growing up, um, that all gold ad where they had um, multiple people say, well, the question in the ad was, how many tomatoes do, do they use for a bottle? Oh, for a, yes, yes, I and love that six, ad. That is but like they do the S, yeah, <laughs> that, and people struggled, including myself, doing that. Okay, so you remember that. And then the second question, do you prefer, and I'm going to judge you so hard on your answer, Auntie, oh, which tomato sauce do you prefer between all gold texture or the cheap tomato sauce, like the thinner tomato sauce? It depends. All gold or eggs. A thinner tomato sauce for chips or fries. Okay, I hear. I'm that. not a fan of all gold on fries. I'm not a fan of all gold either, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I'm and also in food, food, in food, just a dash of all gold can make a difference. Say, eh? it can make a tomato mm. smurky so beautiful. You yeah. know, in Costa they call it ibisto, where they blanch the tomato, mm-hmm. and then make like a. I think in English or or, or Malayan, it's called a breedy. Tomato breedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my word! I'm telling you, one of the one of the regular watches of our life makes a killer tomato breedy. Oh, mm. yo, yeah, no. My granny also used to make um, a very very beautiful um, tomato breedy. It's 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 a thing. And without like, without taking us like too far from the subject matter, you know how many of my friends who are colored would say things like when mentioning a, 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 a tomato breedy, it would be tomato food. Or if there's like yes. a chicken, it would be chicken food. Pumpkin or, food. Or cabbage food. And, pump- and I'm like, are pumpkins not food already? Why are we being it's like we done? It's this, this direct translation from Afrikaans then. Tomati okay. course. 
That's what and you it's, say. And that's a legitimate word. In yes. Onse tonan tomato course. And that means tonight we're having tomato food. Tomato Come food. now. <laughs> so okay. that's where it comes from, you know. Um, okay. Yeah. So the word connoisseur has popped up in this podcast for the first time. <laughs> well, yes. yes. Mm. I mean, yeah. you did mention it earlier, but yeah i did i guess from a contributor you did you did okay um but yeah okay from a contributor i mean Mm. he's right though i mean the appeal of tomato sauce is is quite broad you know Mm. um it's one of those things that start in our lives from a very young age you know and kids love Mm. tomato sauce and you know i have to to limit it you know, and the other reason why I like to use all gold is because it's a little bit more, it's got a little less nonsense in than the gluey ones. It's got a little less nonsense. Mm. Okay, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I am sure. being judged, people. I am being no, judged no, no, you're not. so you're not, hard not, right you're now. No, you're right. You're right. It's probably purer <laughs> than every, every other brand. Yeah. In the world. <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about it. I mean, let's, yeah, that's, it's, that's the reason more. And then, of course, I'm very big on texture. And I'm very big on mm. what a mix of textures does. I mean, I even note the texture of toast when you uh, put the butter on it while it's hot. Um, and when it's cold. And they are both a vibe. But um, when, yeah. when you do one expecting the other, you know, or you, ru- you forgot about your toast and then you quickly butter it and you're hoping that it's going to soften, then you're setting yourself it's up for a bad experience. Yeah. So what I do when that happens is that I tell myself, okay, this is going to be a crispy, crunchy toast. <laughs> <laughs> and I and is it. your mouth like, oh, you enjoy it? Mm. Yes, I my mouth is sore afterwards. Here. Uh, mm. Yeah, no. In the side, in the corners. Yeah. But Neil, why are we mm. there? You know, we have had tonight. <clears throat> we've had five songs. The one is a happy, upbeat, enjoyable, not too long song, a simple song structure with a memorable chorus. Mm. We also have a tragic love song with a Bruno Mars feel. You know, my best part is inside. You know, there's like some victory or survivor flavor in that one. Mm. And then we have an alternative rock blues mixed varied tempos to tell a story, to try and capture the essence of a tomato. And then we have a nursery rhyme, fun, cute, and the kids will love it. And then Mm. we have happy Joyful, Joyful, but with a broad appeal from the connoisseur to the man in the street, sort of a we are the world kind of a song, you know? Mm, mm. Yeah. Also, like simple. I think that was really like. Yes. I am am so like impressed. Impressed is such a weak word. Um, With what the five contributors have come up with. Yo, yo, yeah. yo. And for the yeah, first episode, nobody was feeling out the room. Everybody was just being themselves.
So, there isn't much left except for Neil and I to say. 